Stab Abby and Matt with Osha this week, we give you the catch-up. If you missed a session of training this week, F45 gives you high-intensity interval training with studios all over Brisbane. Hit Sad news, the X Factor got cancelled the other day, so I'm trying to, as hard as I can, I'm trying to get Australian Idol back up. I mean, it's the, the show that brought household names to the music industry. Guy Sebastian, Shannon Noel, M. Ruggiano, Matt Corby, Casey Donovan. These people still relevant. Uh, we called Dicko and Holden yesterday. They're in. Mm. Because when you're pitching a TV show to a network, you've got to have people attached to the project. Yeah. So you've got to be able to say, I've already got Holden, I've already got Dicko. Mm. We're good to go. I'm waiting on a text back from Matheson. Mm. Marsha, I'm still trying to find. Oh. I've just got to get this bloke over the line. I reckon if we get this bloke over the line, we'll get everybody else in mm. as well, and then we can go and pitch to Bevy at, um, at Channel 10, who's she's the lady in charge of all okay. the programs. Cole Sandland's all right. Mm. Now, he was our our, our judge. The uh, baddie judge. He was he was the Simon Cowell of Australia. Yeah. From season three yeah. on. Um, mm. And... Uh, it's going to be difficult to get him on, but um, he has three mobile phones, and we managed to get the number to one of them. Three? Yeah, he's got three. Don't three. ask what the other two are for. Um, Answering let's, calls. Let's give him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burner phone. Okay. Mm. All right, here we go. Let's, let's see. This is the number. See how we go. Hello? Kyle, it's Osha calling. How are you, mate? Hey, buddy. What's happening? Oh, I'm just uh, here at the radio with um, Stav, Abby, and Matt. Hi. And, um, hey, mate. Hey, buddy. Oh, Wiley crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. Look, the other day, I don't know if you, you heard, X Factor got cancelled. Yeah. Well, what this has done, Kyle, is this is, like, there's a, there's a gaping chasm in the primetime lineup for singing shows now. And the other day, I, I got in touch with Dicko and Holden, and they're in, so I'm asking you... Can oh, I attach you? Desk, what are they doing? They're not even doing anything. Well, exactly. That's why they were cheap. That's why, yeah, they didn't cost us much at all. Can I attach you to the revamped repitch of Australian Idol 2018? 100%. I, I, Idol was my favourite one. Awesome. Oh, that, that was easy. <laughs> I thought we were going to really have to try hard there. No, no, well, I'd do it. How much? Yeah, oh, that was yeah. The others said that they would do it for uh, half of each other's cost, so I don't know. What, what are you thinking? Has yours gone up or down, Kyle? How long since I was doing that? What year did I leave that? Oh, t- um, oh sorry. Did I leave? No, I got fired. That's right, <laughs> arsehole. 2000, uh, 2009. 2009. Well, do you know how much I was getting back then? No. We'd love to know, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, this might ruffle a few feathers. <laughs> Come on, say, because Osha told me how much he got in the first year, and okay. I was a bit shocked. Well, I was getting $1 million each season. Wow. Good for you. Every season. Yeah. Every season. Wow. I like how you go for round numbers, Kyle. That's the thing. I was just telling the guys before that. <laughs> I'm not good at math. So you know I'm not good at math. Yeah. I need round numbers. I'll never forget it. That one of the best things that Kyle ever said to me mm-hmm. was like, nah, mate, I don't spend money. I buy things that make money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle, what do you remember about Osh? Because we were asking them what he was like back in the day. What do you remember about him? Um, I remember that he had a different name before he discovered himself. Mm-hmm. Different hair. Like a normal name, like a normal person. <laughs> he always had beautiful hair. Oh, yeah. You always are super nice, to tell you the truth. Like, super. Because, like, um, you know, I was, like, quite skeptical of everybody. But Andrew, Andrew, as he was known back then, <laughs> you were always super nice. And then you had that other googly Muppet looking bloke on for a while as well. And then you. you uh, did you shunt him out, or what happened there? No, Jimmy left. 
Jimmy left on his oh, own left. accord, yeah. What for? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, uh, you're going to have to ask Jimmy, but that would mean he'd have to answer the phone, and he doesn't answer the phone much these days. Uh, I just remember that it was, like, the best-paid job for three months' work, and really, it wasn't even... It was only, like, one night a week over those three months. It was, like, unreal. Do you reckon we could I'll get Marsha? Uh, uh, you're not getting that from your bloody weekend weather bullshit, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, Kyle, you got to turn up, mate. If, if, we, if we lock this in, you got to rock up, all right? Oh look, here we go. Oh, so I was, so I was an ill. Like I, I, now, I feel like that big chick on I'm a Celebrity to get me out of here, persecuted for her illness. Oh. I almost had to MC that wedding. Oh, is this a wedding we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, of course. Oh, not the Labby wedding. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we haven't heard the end of that one. Oh, that keeps biting me in the ass. But you know what? I think it was because I was so rocked by the destruction of my own wedding that that I didn't show up to McFadden's wedding, but I went to Italy but never got to the wedding. Remember that? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. right. And then then Labby's wedding, and and now I just say no to weddings. Fair enough. enough. (laughs) So Now, Kyle, I don't know if we can afford... I don't know if I can afford a million bucks because that would make the show... At least a million bucks to make. I believe. I believe that he can afford it. Are you putting this together on some sort of bloody pay per view or something? Well, who's paying for this? No, mate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pitch it to Tate. I'm gonna pitch it to uh, to um, the, the head two, of Channel Ten. The head of Channel Ten. I love him. Can I get mm. you in? As I'll give. I'll give you an EP credit. I'll give you points on the back end. Top dollar, or you're stuck with Mark and Dicko. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Kyle, if Channel Ten say no, this company will be paying for it, and we know how that goes, right? <laughs> I didn't end well with your company either. <laughs> what about? What about? When I go, I go out with a bang. <laughs> They're gonna have a heart attack when they hear this. So. <laughs> All right, buddy. So it's a tentative, depending on. On coin. It always is. With Pencil Kyle. me in, yes, uh, coin depending. That's all you know. Is Marsha in? No, we well, we're oh, going to get her get next. Her yeah. Oh, you can't not have Marsha in, although say we're racist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll get Marsha. We'll get Marsha. Mar- I'll bring Marsha now. All right, all right. great. I love it. Thanks, Have you got the iPhone? Can you oh, conference it on that? I'm still on Blackberry, Dale. I can't oh. even have one app on my phone. I'm old school. Thanks, buddy. See you, buddy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I think this is going to be a success. We're yeah. getting there. I think we All might right. get this over the line. We just need Marsha and Jimmy. He'll do it for like one day for free, right? Just to see how it goes. Jimbo? No, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, no, no way. No, no way. way. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Are you okay, Matt? It's been, a, what, 10 days since you've been with us? Hmm. Oh, a little bit over. This would be, this would be our third week. I, I, thought, I thought it felt yeah. longer. Yeah. <laughs> Are you liking it? It's 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 a lot of fun. You guys are great. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stick your tongue out, man. Stick your tongue out. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it is. It is. It's a lot of fun. But when when I uh, was coming to join you guys, yeah, the bosses here said we want you to think about what you learn about everyone and and the show each each day mm-hmm. uh, and put a little segment together each week. So. Like, um, do something, they said. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it was. <laughs> and uh, this week, here's what I've learnt whilst doing this show with okay. you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's week three here at Hit 105, and every day I learn a little bit more about the team. 
This week, I learned a little about Scotty, Abby's husband, uh, with Trady Chat Tuesday. Scotty Too Hotty, Abby's partner. He is an actual tradie and he'll be impressed because it's now ten past seven and we normally did this in the dead hour of six o'clock. Good morning. Yeah, I was just about to say that, Stab. We took the words right out of my mouth. Something's really, uh, I'm shaking up the station down there, am I? We certainly are. And I learned that when Scotty picks the topic, anything can happen. Well, this week I'm thinking uh, along the lines of Using your young children for pick-up, bait. <laughs> pick-up? Is that what you do every morning when I'm not there? Yeah, I take them to Karen up. So, we put it to you, Brisbane. Are women really attracted to men who are hanging out with cute little kids? When I sent my man off with my boy, I definitely make sure when they go shopping together, they put all the women's products on the top of the shopping trolley <laughs> so they know there's a lady at home. That's funny. That's funny, oh, Judge. We get to chat to some pretty interesting people in radio. And this week, I learnt that Lynn McGranger, a.k.a. Irene from Home and Away, is a bit of a loose cannon. Now, who's on air? We all are. Holy sh**. No. (laughs) Must be. Why do we get a kick out of you swearing? Must be an absolute (laughs) And it's important to know her name, not just call her Irene. Irene is like, what? Do you know being on television? So have you ever done like a supposed Shannon Nolan said, don't you know who I am? And either dropped out either no, of the names? Never. No. Okay. Have you ever been to the strippers though? Years ago, I went to a strip club. That's how I remember you. <laughs> Years ago, I was playing a stripper in a plate, so I went to a strip joint then to do a bit of research. research. That's what I call it. <laughs> I will never look at her the same again. I've learned a lot about Osher over my time so far here at Hit 105. He's a commitment man. He's married a beautiful woman and is trying his hardest to keep the spark alive. My family live in Sydney and I come yeah. up to Brisbane through the week to work with you guys, which I love very much, but I miss my family a lot. And I had a dream about my wife and I thought, oh, what? I'll text my dream to my wife and she's like, oh, I'm missing you so much, I'm having dreams about you. But this week, he found himself in a bit of a pickle. This is the first text that Audrey read from me this morning. I had a dream where I was lost in a giant onsen in Japan. I had nothing but a towel around me. I was searching for you in Georgia for hours. I was so thrilled when I finally found you. I gave you a massive hug and then I woke up. That was my message to her. Her message was, I dreamt that you cheated on me and then wanted me to hang out with you and your new lover after promising to stop sleeping together. After tolerating it in confusion for a while, I told her to f*** off and you can too. I refuse to accept that's okay. Did you apologise? <laughs> you have to. He didn't do anything. It doesn't matter. You just apologise. No, I refuse to apologise for dreams. So we put it to Brisbane and asked the question, does he need to apologise for what he did in his wife's dream? Definitely sympathetic and reassuring to her needs. Yes, Otto, you ah. have to apologise. It's not rational, is it, Shelley? Like, don't get us wrong. It We're is not going... rational, Abby. I googled it and it means that you're being neglected. So you absolutely oh. have to apologise. And I learnt that men and women have very different opinions. Does Osha need to apologise for cheating on his no wife in her dream? Way. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that if not you surprise apologize, Osha? It's an admission of guilt for something you have not done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come back to you later. Mm-hmm. Three months down the track, she'll be like, remember that time you cheated on me? And you'll be like, no. And she said, well, you apologised. Oh, also, yeah. I think she should apologise. Yeah. You might want to keep that in mind, fellas. Well, that's what I've learned this week right here with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osher here at Hit 105. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Well, here's a local story. We love a local story. Yeah. And this one, I'm just like, I don't know if I can believe it. 
I mm. want to believe it. Or maybe mm. I don't. Okay, so there's this guy that on Australia Day, his name is Tristan. Tristan was driving and he was driving around um, the river mm-hmm. and he was looking onto the water on the high side when he saw something. He said it looked right at him mm. and then it did this weird little backpedal and dived down under the water. It would have been two metres long and he's convinced it was a crocodile. In the Brisbane River. He saw a crocodile in the Brisbane River. Hmm. Suggestions from locals have gone, nah, mate, no way. It was a lungfish. Oh, yeah. Uh And Mm -hmm. he said he's done research into it Mm -hmm. and it definitely wasn't. A lung fish. What's, I don't know what time of the day fish? he saw it. Which uh, day did he see this? Australia Day. But don't start. Don't start saying that he had had a few drinks. I didn't say and that. Started to see things. It sounds like a croc <laughs> to me. People have said it's a log croc. People are like, hey mate, you saw a log croc, and he goes, I know what I saw. Mm. It had legs, and he goes, logs don't have legs. He's yeah. convinced. He said, even stared at him. Mm. I made eye contact and then it went back into the river. I've I heard of them. I've heard of salties as like down near Bundaberg, but never down, never down this far. I've seen some wild stuff in the Brisbane River at, oh. at Jindalee. Uh, riding my bicycle home back down near Amazon's, there was a. Um, this last year, there was like easily an eight foot long snake in the water. And the, the thing had a body as wide as my, my thigh. It was just gigantic. Really? It was gigantic. Wow. And there was like a couple of, I, I, I stopped looking and then a few other cyclists pull over and we're looking down. Is that real? Yes, it is. Is that like the, uh, you know, the, the ice cube, uh, you know, anaconda film? Yes. Mm. It's that big. Wow. It's humongous. Humongous. Wow. Did you do a door knock and let everyone know there's a killer snake out there? No, I did not. Probably, I don't think people uh, like to talk about what's in the river normally because people just make it up. Probably escape from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a DFO now. Yeah. People always say there's bull sharks in That's the Brisbane crawling with river. them. Literally crawling. You could walk across their backs to the other side. That thing has got so many bull sharks in there, you would not believe it. Now, you, off the air this morning, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to be careful how we bring this up. Mm. Yeah. But there's... I'm just going to have to say it. I don't think you do. No, I don't. Well, there's people that float... You float there. Yes, float, yes. Apparently, people mm. float through there. That's I, I didn't realise how common the numbers were. Was I it? I think like, there was an issue with the city, the people that um are on the city cat that mm. work for the city cat. They've mm. had to have counselling because of um the amount of bodies that they have to mm. to deal yeah. with, which is mm. horrific. I I was just flabbergasted by the frequency. Mm. It's a tidal it river. Sad. There's a lot of movement up and down and back and forth. There's some. Pretty. Tell you what, what I, a lot of people saw in the Brisbane River uh, was a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the yeah. day, yeah. went straight past here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it did, and it was uh, Dex, and they, they, only, they put it back up now. But yeah, there was a lot of stuff that day. Well, look, this this is where we're going to have to ask you to think hard, Brisbane. Thirteen, ten, sixteen. What have you seen floating in the Brisbane River? I saw boys afloat. <laughs> <laughs> Wild boys afloat. Wild boys afloat. <laughs> you, you know, maybe, maybe you want to back up this croc story. If mm. you, if you yes. have seen a croc. Yeah. And this is a case of two where your friends may not necessarily believe you. Mm. But if you ring, we promise. We'll believe, yes, we'll believe anything. Yes. We're willing to believe you. <laughs> uh, Gemma is on. What have you seen uh, in the Brisbane River? Hi. Um, I've seen a piano. Wow. Wow. Was anyone playing it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody was playing it. It was quite waterlogged. Yeah. It was um, during the floods. Yes. Yeah. So much stuff ended up yeah. in the river in the floods. It was where, insane. Where yeah. in the river did you see yeah. it? Uh, I was standing on Kangaroo Point, so mm. it was just below. And a grand piano? 
Uh, an upright. Yeah, an upright. Yeah, right. Imagine so, that, how heavy they are, just to be picked up and then taken down. God, oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of iron in them as well, so that's a, mm. that's a big effort for it to get that far. Mm. Uh, Tony in Callumvale. Good morning, mate. What have you seen in the Brisbane morning, River? Morning, guys. How morning. are you? Good morning, yeah, Tony. Uh, my, my dad and my brother were fishing out at uh, past the Gateway Bridge one day and they heard somebody knocking the side of the boat and looked over the side and there was a uh, body there. Oh, oh we got one. Oh. Mm, it's not very nice, eh? No, it's <laughs> so they ended up uh, having to ring the uh, water police and they came and uh, retrieved the body and said it's probably been there for about three or four weeks. Oh, that's oh, not... Yeah. Wow. Did, not nice at all. No. Did, your, um, did your dad and brother go and, go and talk to someone afterwards? Because it's super important to get support after something like that, Tony. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't. They sort of talked amongst themselves yeah. and sort of made sure everything was okay. Australian yeah. men are so stubborn. No, it'll be right. Well, sometimes <laughs> right. they are, though. Sometimes they are. Not everyone. Yeah. PTSD is a dangerous yeah, thing. Not I'm, everyone. Like, some people deal with death quite differently. That's what you say, but I'm telling you right now, PTSD is not to be messed with. They can come no. and haunt you that's true. Later. But, that's true. But they might not get it from that incident. I don't think I would get, I would get that from seeing a dead body. I'm, you yeah, know, no, you know, they seem yeah. to uh, be okay with it. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, is, it, is it good? Is it the, I, well, I mean, you obviously always would, but my first instance would be to try and get, like, get away. I would freak out. Would you? Get away, but yeah. you'd, you'd, you'd legally, you'd have to hang around, wouldn't you? And, yeah. and yeah, make, well, make a phone call? probably would, but uh, when you, you don't know how you're going to react, I suppose, in that yeah, situation. Of course. Probably more morally first, Matty, yeah. would be the thing. Well, yeah. I feel like I would ignore it. Have you seen the film Jindabine? You Yes. You yeah. call the water point. Yes. See, I'm not a fighter. I'm a runner. You guys are going to learn that. If, if there's ever any trouble, boys, yeah, do right. not yeah. expect my Do you know what? Help. I'm pretty sure everyone knew that about mm. you. I don't oh. think you have to state it. I'm pretty Chanel. sure you'd be aware. Hey, Chanel. <laughs> Chanel in Highgate Hill, just uh, just down the bottom of the hill there from you is the Brisbane River, the university on the other side. What have you seen in the river, Chanel? Well, it's quite funny because my husband and I, we were just cruising around Highgate Hill. Mm. And um, so we went right down to the river and we saw like these poking eyes out of the river. Mm. So we put our highlights on and all of a sudden we see <laughs> these really bright, shiny eyes mm. and all of a sudden it just went down mm. and it just blew some bubbles out. So we thought, <laughs> oh shit, something's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure, that would have been a crocodile, no matter oh, what. You reckon, that that yeah? is a crocodile. Mm. Yes, yes, 100% sure. Not the boogeyman? <laughs> that sounds like no, you described no, a bunyip. Um, no, I mean, yeah, if you see that, that's what they do. They do the tours and then they go back under. So they that's... do. Bunyips do, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. So I, I'm you support very him. sure it's there. So we I are. do believe what the gentleman said about mm. Australian Day, seeing a crocodile. They live in that river. So yeah. it would be good to see if we, we, we all think what you know, I'm do thinking. something about it. What? we got to find this thing. We're not All going right. crocodile hunting. You wear a meat suit and go for a little dip to yeah. Savo. <laughs> Do a lady and let us know on Monday yeah. how you, know you go. Not the first time I've propped that idea. He has. <laughs> He's been propping it for a while. He wanted to see about the bullshit. Yeah. So we all supported it. Our bosses said no. <laughs> all right. Well... <laughs> Yeah. You're your own man, so <laughs> uh, you can't what? do it during work you hours. Yeah. You're on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday morning, yeah. if you want to exercise yeah. in yeah. meat. Yeah. yeah, welcome to the show with Stumpy Abby, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. There's a big fight that's happening in Adelaide tonight between Anthony McDeane and Danny Green. Anthony Mundine. Mundine. Unless he's converted to Scottish. He's going to be turning up in a kilt. And Danny Green. Remember we spoke to Danny Green and you asked about the rumours and he announced it first on our show that he was going to be fighting him. 
a Mundine uh, rematch. Is this uh, true or false? Can we confirm or deny these rumours? It's affirmative. Oh! <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, Wait, are you considering it or it's locked in? Uh, it's not locked in, but it's almost locked in. I think we'll have an announcement in the next two weeks of where and when <gasps> it'll be. So, yeah, that's been a long time coming, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting that getting that guy in the ring and wow. uh, and doing what I need to do. I've got a love-hate relationship with the sport yeah. because I'd sort of, I'm fascinated by it, but I can't watch it. Mm. And then I like to read all about it, but I can't actually watch someone get hurt. Mm-hmm. But my favourite part is the weigh-ins. Oh. Because I just, I can't get over how they try and intimidate each other, uh-huh. but it just looks like they're going to pash. <laughs> and it was so weird last night because if you actually put down the news um, volume, the volume and just... put up sexy music, yeah, right. it would be like, like Fifty Shades of Grey, the yeah. tension. Because yeah. Danny Green was sort of moving his head to the side and then Anthony sort of did the other side and it was kind of like that awkward first kiss. Mm. And then like, nude. which way are you going to go? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and they're right nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're both standing there in boxer shorts. Well, he actually had little dickies on. Hello. Yeah, he sort of changed it up, and it was kind of like a little... I just don't understand the way you in. Want it's like smack that talk. Up, would you? Imagine if you got all the way to the way in, and you're like, oh, well, my bad undies today. <laughs> oh, you got, you got to get up there, the little holy. other fight that's happening is between Quade Cooper and a guy called Jack McInnes, which is from Harvey Bay, and it's... He's, he's a lovely guy, 22-year-old guy. Oh, he's a lovely guy, but I'm about to rip him to shreds. Well, how, no, he's just so calm and collective. He's won two of his fights, and he was at the airport in Brisbane uh-huh. going down there, and they're like, how are you feeling? You're nervous, you're excited, and he responded, hungry. Hungry. <laughs> um, and he's wearing his boxes. And he's next to Quade Cooper, who obviously works out quite a bit. He's and he's, like, more, he's cut like a salad. Yeah, but it doesn't look functional. His is more like, I want to look hot. Like Instagram In, muscles yes. rather than boxing. So you reckon this, this other fellow who's maybe a little on the... He's a, he's a dad cut. bod. Say I'm going to say, he's a, got a dad bod. So he's got the dad bod. You reckon the dad bod is going to go in there and just take it? Take it down? I hope so, because he's so he looks like he's fourteen. He's twenty two years of age. Mm. And on Twitter everyone was like, Hey, hey, Quade Cooper, this is not fair. It looks like you're fighting the fat kid from Hey Dad. <laughs> what he'll and do though is he goes into the ring with a sandwich <laughs> and he gets him to take his sandwich off him and he just goes red ross. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my cupcake. <laughs> Hulks out. Yeah, he's just so calm. He's like they're like, Hey, you think you're gonna go? And all the other ones are like, Yeah, I'm gonna smash him, I like drained for this day and he goes I should go, right? That's Quake Cooper versus... Jack McInnes. Okay, why Jack. do you keep on adding mix to their names? Because it's Jack Innes. Jack, no, it's Jack McInnes. Jack, McInnes. To be Jack. honest, he does look like he you goes to McDonald's a fair bit. Yeah, he's the Ranga kid. No, he's not. Well, he will be after the fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you got um, his name wrong? No, she hasn't. <laughs> Apologise, Steph. I'm so sorry. You're I, sorry, sorry. I couldn't hear you. Oh, God. What are you sorry for, Steph? Everything. Okay. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I look at other people's parenting and I get really jealous because I feel like sometimes I do things, like especially if I'm speaking to Stab and I'm like, why haven't you got noise in the background when it's bedtime? Because it just takes so long. For Nergen. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> But there's little, like, white lies that I've done in my parenting that have just become so normal to me, mm. and it's just to sort of mould the kids into what you want. Uh-huh. And it's just getting, like, we've convinced my son something, which is just, it's working so well for us. But when he does it out in public, everyone's like, what just happened? Yeah. 
And that is my um, my son. He kind of lies about a lot of stuff. So I'll say, it's a you... sign of intelligence. Oh, so there you go. Big lies, like Americans fake the moon landing, or little lies, like no, it wasn't me. No, like I'll say things like, "Have you brushed your teeth?" And he'll yeah. go, "Yeah, yeah, I brushed them really well." Uh-huh. And I'll be like, mm. "No, you didn't." Oh, no, you didn't. And I'm trying to get him to tell the truth. Mm. So we've convinced him that we can tell if he's lying by him poking out his tongue. So he pokes out his tongue, and I am a champion tongue reader. Oh. And I can tell by the shade of his tongue whether he's lying or not. I love the fact you're so competitive. In a made-up sport, you had to be a champion at it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a champion at this. So That's watch out. No one at Finney. See this yes. trophy? So mm. I'll like ask him different questions yeah. about like, you know, did you punch What's your brother? The... And he'll put out his tongue. Yeah. What are you looking for? Oh, he smiles. No, like, oh, he does what, a little cheeky smile. What does he think you're looking for? Like the colour change? And the colour and the ridges. The and just, ridges? Yeah, like little lines. Well, like you're a like palm that. reader, but yeah. with a tongue. Yeah. Okay. There, was it you, how, how long did they think chocolate was something else? Uh, oh, well, yeah, broccoli was chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you told your children that broccoli was chocolate. They're all white lies to benefit them. But Easter yeah. at her place sucks. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was when we went to a friend's house. So right. hang on, yeah. has, has Finney just taken... chocolate and he's like, this is much better chocolate than you serve, yeah. Mum. So Finney's your oldest. Has he now started using this on other people? Has he gone to adults, I think you're lying, stick out your tongue? Yeah, has he, he asked it. adults to stick out their tongue? Yeah, he does mm. it to my husband. He's like, stick out your tongue, see whether you're lying. Haven't um, you guys done any of that? Soda water's lemonade. Oh, good one. Yep. Yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. I we don't have too many. My mum used to tell me, and it freaked me out for a while that if I, because you know, as little boys start to find themselves, mm. their hands are always in their pants. Yeah, that's yeah. the best All toy the you could ever want. That's mm. right. My mum told me, and I remember in Gladstone where I grew up, I was right in the middle of Target when she told me. Mm-hmm. She said, "If you keep doing that, it will fall off." Mm-hmm. I was frightened to touch it mm. for about three years. Three years? Yes. Holy moly. I was about five when she told me. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Everything changed when I was 15. Mm. But Because <laughs> you didn't care of a fella. You were doing it anyway. <laughs> Chest this theory out. Yeah. I'll never forget my mother telling me that. Mm. And that I reckon that's near child abuse, to be honest. No, yeah. No. You reckon? Well, I was frightened. I just yeah. say stop playing with it in front of your mother. Right. Yeah. Mm. So you get, you, you, <laughs> they, so broccoli's chocolate, you've, you've convinced that, that your son. One, that, one, that one's gone. You've convinced yeah. your son that broccoli's chocolate. Mm. You've convinced your son that if you lie, mm. I can tell when you stick out your tongue. Mm. Um, how long do you plan on deceiving him as, oh. long, as long as possible? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't think he's going to be an 18 year old and I'll go, did you drink? Yeah. Did you have alcohol? And he puts out his tongue and I'll go, see. Mm. Like if he's starting to I do smell that, vomit. Then, yes, you did. Yeah. For a while <laughs> in our house, shoot. McDonald's was the farm. Because old McDonald had a farm. Oh, and yeah, still she'll yeah. drive past and say, old McDonald had a farm. And it's kind of true because there's chickens in there, there's beef in there, <laughs> pigs, yeah, fish in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 131060, let's put it out there. Every parent does it. They tell their child a lie to make their life easier. Mm. That's yeah. what it's all about. And everyone knows the ice cream truck no, one No, I as don't. Well. I'd oh. love to hear about that one. No, we don't want to hear the ice <laughs> no. cream truck one. Everyone when the knows. music plays, they're out of ice cream. Yes. We know this one. It's a classic. So what are the ones that you've personally made up for your children? Mm. Mm. we got Nicole out there in Marsden. Nicole, what, if, what little fibs have you told your kids? Um, so I work for a phone company and I've told my children that I can see everything they do on their mobile phones and I know that if they are lying to me or not. Wow. Um, 
with what they do, yeah. Yeah, good. You're a professional hacker. I like it, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I use the Find My iPhone app mm-hmm. to kind of back it up and screenshot it to go, well, no, I know you didn't walk home from school the way you were told because I can see. Wow. wow. Do you That's, use yeah. this on your husband as well? <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to say that because it'll just incriminate me. (laughs) (laughs) Stick out your tongue, Nicole, because you're lying. (laughs) Sarah from Bridgman Downs, what's your fib that you've told your kids? Uh, Well, it involved mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) On the food side of things, I made a uh, cabanara one night and my stepson point blankly refused to eat what he, he thought it was and he asked me and... I, unfortunately, I mixed it with normal bacon, and he said, well, what's this? And I said, oh, it's brown bacon. <laughs> and ever since then, he ate it. Wow. No questions asked. Like, so brown bacon equals mushrooms, and <laughs> to get him to eat broccoli, <laughs> I blended it into a soup uh, one day and called it squash blended frog, and yes, he ate it. brilliant. And he kept asking for it. Brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait I till he comes home as a teenager and says, look, Mum, i got a bag of brown bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry? <laughs> <laughs> then he'll be seeing the green frog. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, Megan to Narangbar. Good morning, Megan. What what lie have you managed to convince your kids of? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Since your party, Osh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, look, that's good. Um, look, I told my kids that all the smoke alarms in the house were actually cameras. Ah, um, yeah, and it's actually worked. Very effective because mm. we have laptops, obviously, uh-huh. so... Keeping keeping in line with the theme, they just assumed that the cameras in the roof were hooked up to the laptops. Oh, so needless right. to say, no one ever lied in our house. That's yeah. really good. So you can say, I'm oh, use oh, that I, one. you know, which one of you hit each other first? Don't lie, because I've seen. I'll mm. go to the cameras. Mm. Exactly. Don't yeah. make me go to the cameras. Exactly. You should just, if yeah. they're ever in trouble, you just turn to your husband and make the square with your fingers. Like, you just, like, we're Kirsty's on. Hi. Hi. My mum used to tell me if we swallowed our chewing gum, our bum would stick together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worked. Never oh. swallowed it. Ever. Wow. Yeah. wow. Now, yeah, all that gum is false. It goes straight through you guys. Doesn't, so, doesn't last so, for a while? No. no, no I got told it stayed inside me for seven years. No. Nah, goes straight through. Mm. Mm. Dara, we're going to wrap it up with you, the lies you told your kids. Uh, I told my son that if they picked their nose, their brains would fall in. And this is really bad, but we were shopping and a man walked in after having his half of his brain probably removed from a sun cancer on his head. And it was all dinted in. And I said, see, I told you. Oh, my God! (laughs) And their eyes just lit like... They never did it again. Mm. No, because it's hard to get them to stop picking their bloody nose. Wow. So they don't pick their nose, but they'll get melanoma. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. And something we, we probably wouldn't generally bring up a lot on this show... Um, is dementia. Mm. And it affects a lot of families. Yeah. And, and a lot of people suffer in silence with it too. They're saying that it's increasing and no one really knows why. Like more people are suffering from it these days. I don't is know. it because we're keeping people alive longer mm. and yeah. so their brains are failing? They're now alive for their brains to fail, whereas before like something like heart disease yeah. or diabetes might have taken them beforehand? Oh, well, I heard that it's in affecting more younger people than yeah. what it used oh, to. So it's actually affecting people in their like late 40s or it's 50s a, as opposed to 60s, 70s, mm. 80s is what we thought. Great movie about it, um, about Alice with Julianne Moore where she gets oh, it. Yeah. It's, and it, it looks so terrifying. And to me it also looks looks like it's it almost makes your life pointless mm. because you can't remember 
all your experiences. So yeah. it's like, why did I bother doing yeah. it? But imagine yeah. the people around you. Awful. Like, it's worse uh, for them. For them, yeah. because it's the awful. person that you knew is mm. not around anymore, yeah. but yeah. yet you can't grieve for them as if they have passed because they haven't. They're mm. still well, there. It's interesting you say that because this popped up on the internet yesterday and um, occasionally the internet can just make you angry, mm. but sometimes it makes you do a little bit of self-reflection. Oh, yeah. And I've been in instances before where I have had arguments with my mother mm-hmm. and it was over stupid things. And for a point at one stage when we just had Xander, our uh, little one, we didn't talk for probably about four months. Right. Why? So there was four months. We just went, it was a big family thing that right, was going okay. on. Yeah. My mum was still dealing with issues around my father passing and, yeah. and things. And we all just, yeah. it just wasn't a good time. Yeah. We're both very stubborn people. And you like to tell me I'm stubborn all the time, Abby. Yes. Hugely. And this yesterday made me go, This I never want to get to that point in my life again. This is a guy who has spent the day with his mother who suffers from dementia. Um, and after he gets back to the home and drops her off, he gets um, some photos off the wall and points to a photo of himself with his partner and asks, who are those people? Mm. This um, is the response uh, that he gets from her when he has that conversation. And who are they to you? What is, who, who do you think it is? This one? Yeah. Is it your son? I don't know that either. Oh, I'm just curious. I'm not trying to confuse you. I was just curious. So she can't recognise him. Mm. Mm. He holds it together and then continues his blog after this back in the car, just after he's dropped her off. And uh, this is the heartbreaking thing. This is him describing to people what it's like to live with a family member who's going through this. I wasn't even going to try to do this, but... Hardest day of my life. When your mother doesn't know who you are, she knows my name, but doesn't know who I am. I tried so hard to get her to tell me who I was with photos, and she just doesn't know. I just want to go back in and, and, and ask her one more time. Wow. Completely heartbreaking. Mm. And he does say, if you watch that further, he, he said, it's hard because I feel like she has died. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm mourning her like she's died. So I guess the point of playing this is just, if you are arguing with someone, is it worth continuing it? Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. wh- why? You might find yourself down this track in 20 years and it is too late yeah. to I go any further. living with regret after not, I guess, mending a relationship and then they pass away and then there's hard to sort of forgive yourself. All right, let's all call our mums. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. And you can catch the Lions take on Melbourne this Sunday at uh, 4 o'clock on Fox Footy, but it's a very special edition of football. Yeah, well, the AFL um, announced that they're putting in a women's league, which is amazing, and they kick off this weekend, and one of the stars of the Brisbane Lions, Taylor Harris, joins us. <laughs> that, just that music starts when you say her yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. Automatically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taylor, hello. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy hey, Friday. Happy Friday. Hey. R&B Friday. We were just trying to work out that is going to be your song when you win, right? Yeah, the... The regular theme song, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. You guys are travelling down to Melbourne this weekend. How are the how's the team feeling? Yeah, everyone's super excited. I think the excitement's kinda of overshadowing all the nerves and all that sort of stuff. So we had the team announced yesterday, so mm-hmm. now everyone's 
really getting into it. And I think after we tra- we'll travel tomorrow and we'll get down there and it'll all get real kind of thing. I think this is really exciting because I, I remember, you know, years ago um, that a lot of guys when women's um, surf, you know, surfing happened, they're like, oh, you know, it's not really as good. And now the women's surfers are as good or even, you know, better. Mm. So it's pretty exciting to, I guess, have the support um, of the AFL. Yeah, it's like that. So initially, which is incorrect, but it was a bit of a novelty kind of thing to some people. But mm-hmm. now I think they've kind of got a bit of a slap in the face that it's reality and it's all happening and people genuinely care and want to watch our game because yeah. if you're an actual footy fan, then this is just more footy, so why wouldn't you want to watch it? <laughs> Great yeah, way especially to put it. Brisbane I love it. Lions. Yeah. Taylor, what's the, what, what do you say is the, you know, besides it being women, what's the biggest difference in the way the game is played uh, with women's AFL? I think... Um, a lot of people have just commented to me and the first time they've watched it and said, oh, I didn't think it would be that aggressive and that. So the skill level at the moment, which is fair enough because when the men's league started, it's not as skillful as it is now. So mm. it's like, that's just how it is. So mm. we'll get our skills and all that in years to come. But now it's our aggression and our attack at the footy is something that um, no one can really fault us on because the, the amount of like clashes and stuff you'll see in one game is, Probably the same as the men's. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, Taylor, can I ask a question? Do you have any ambassadors yet? Because um, Abby was an ambassador for the male team the Lions. until she was replaced by a horse. Would you be willing to take? <laughs> that's a, that's, it's 100% <laughs> not a joke. As embarrassing <laughs> as it is, <laughs> they probably invited the horse to more games than they invited me to. I bought my tickets. Not a big deal. Is but, that, um, that's the truth. You 100%. Should... So, you should have just got on the horse, ridden around <laughs> on the field. Then it just everyone would have won. Wasn't a bloke in a horse suit? No, no it was a race horse. horse. Yeah, an actual I think, horse. I actually think that horse is now retired. So there's a slot right. opened up. Right. Retired or has it <laughs> Stop it. gone yeah. to the farm? I've got more faith in you guys than... You do in the Lions. Hence why she got sacked <laughs> as an ambassador, Taylor. Come on, they haven't had good years. That, this is why you got sacked and replaced with a horse. I like to win, Taylor. That's why I'm supporting you guys. You've done very well in the, the pre-season. The pre-season. Did, yeah. That was unbelievable. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll declare myself an ambassador, okay? <laughs> well, that's our plan to win. So, mm. hopefully, we can help you out. There. Taylor, you're going into the weekend as, as the underdogs against, uh, against Melbourne. How, how do you think you'll go? Yeah, well, Miss Melbourne actually has had a team for the last few years in the mm. exhibition matches, which mm. I played for. So oh. it's going to be a pretty special Inside special knowledge. game for mm. me. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but the, Melbourne's actually been really spread out there with their players and talent and stuff. So mm. the actual team is only consists of, like, I think six players from the previous exhibition game. So oh. we don't actually really know their team, but we just know that they've... They've got their systems and all that sort of stuff yeah. running really well. So we can check you guys taking on uh, Melbourne this Sunday. It's at four uh, o'clock on Fox Footy. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us this morning here at Hit One Hundred Five. No worries, thanks for having me. All right, let's thank play you. Uh, good luck as she leaves. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osher. Hit One Hundred Five. I'm grateful for a lot of things today. Uh, I'm grateful for a great week with all of y'all, but some things I'm, I'm just not grateful for. Some things I just have to say thanks, but no thanks. Like, in particular, you, Red Sox, this morning, three minutes past four or whenever it is I got dressed, in the darkness you looked like my brown socks. But then I get to work and I realise, no, you're my bright red, bright, bright red socks. And even Abby came in and said, Hey, nice socks. <laughs> but I know enough about Abby to mean 
she didn't mean nice. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so, yeah really? Yeah, so thanks, okay. but no thanks. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coffee. I do love it. I love the smell of it. I just didn't want to smell like it all day. <laughs> the lid came off my coffee cup, and I spilled it all down myself. Everywhere. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. I kid you not, my undies are now brown. That's how much I spilled. From the coffee. From, yeah. From the coffee. Yeah, it is it's the coffee? What do you think? I'm not toilet drained by now? <laughs> Can't wait to hear your thanks, but no thanks. No, this is going to be epic. I got one. This is going to be really good. Hello again, internet provider. Oh, Hell, no. that's Still. who it is. <laughs> they had a busy day yesterday. No, we, we They had a fight. We had a chat Other around this did. time yesterday because I've been waiting nearly two months for my internet. You said someone would come and dig up my front yard and lay a cable to the pit and that within ten working days I would have had a phone call. When I finally followed up and got onto someone yesterday, you said, oh, sorry, sir, we've only received the request today. It'll be another 10 business days. I'm not sorry for what I said to you after that. (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. It's just some poor bloke sitting in India. It's not his fault. Does that mean you're just using the Wi-Fi at work? Yeah. (laughs) Firewalls are a bitch, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah, just there's a few keywords you can't search. I'll I'll send you a list. I don't think tube would be bad. Hey, walls of my house that I assumed were fairly thick when I picked up my guitar and started strumming and singing my little heart out to Matchbox 20, Hootie and the Blowfish, and a range of 90s classics. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, <Sorry. laughs> you're not thick enough that the neighbours <laughs> can't hear me play. And I knew that because when I finished singing, they applauded. <laughs> Isn't that better than boo? I, I, even though it was just claps, it sounded sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> By listening to the Stab, Abby and Matt with Osher Ketchup, you burn zero calories. Good news, though. At F45, by using the best of strength and cardio training, you'll be burning upwards of 750 calories per session. Hit the-